You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Live from Detroit. Live from Detroit. Yeah. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker down from Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric recline. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know the- Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jake Johnson, a.k.a. the Tinfoil Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr., Don't Text Me With Your Green Bubbles, a.k.a. the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. But wait, there's more. A.k.a. Mr. I Only Debate My Equals, Everybody Else I Teach. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dame Gone Wild, a.k.a. Big Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around, a.k.a. Boss Dame, Dame the General, Dope Game Dame, your mama's favorite Dame, a.k.a. the Bobby Brown of Shop Talk Podcast. Okay, I'll Welcome. fuck with that. Welcome back. Episode 32? Is it? I think we, cause we've been bullshitting. We ain't been saying we, that. Yeah, we ain't threw the numbers out in a yeah. couple weeks, but 32 so keep, sounds good. Keep us in check, people. Uh, episode number 32. And uh, what a... What a fucking week. You made it through. Week. We made it through. Man. I got to go to church on Sunday. Because this is the end. Hey, it's been it's been a, it's very cliche alert. <laughs> it's been a very interesting week, right? Yeah, let's start it off. Uh, let's go. Let's go with the good first. Did you watch the new edition movie on BET? I did not watch the new edition movie on BET. It Shame is on, on you, my nigga. It is on my DVR. Um, I don't. I'm not a fan of commercials. I'd rather be able to watch it in one setting and you. skip through commercials. I made almost six hours. Well, without commercials, it's probably, probably about hour three and a half. Yeah. <laughs> probably an hour and a half and shit. I heard the commercials were brutal the second on the second episode. Uh, like they, they was tough. I haven't watched the third one. I did watch the first two. First of all, the the biggest thing, like I couldn't believe I found myself watching BET because mm. I haven't watched BET and God knows how long. I didn't know that they still even had like fucking shows that came on BET. I mean, who like knew? who fucking knew? I think Martin maybe come on BET. That's pretty much it, right? Yeah, and I think uh. That chick show, Being Mary Jane, I think. Yeah, I think that comes on yeah, BET. Yeah. I think they got a set up where like the you know new episodes come on. I don't know whatever episode. Does it, did that shit come on BET normal? I, I think it does. But that just goes to show how how much I, I watched don't... that though. I watched Being Mary Jane. Never seen it. Never realized that it was BET. It's only on my DVR, so I've never like, you know what I'm saying. I do watch the show. Damn, I guess that do come on BET. Jesus Christ! What? Who the new? But I watched. The fucking uh, two out of three parts of the new edition movie. I thought BET was going to fuck it up like they do everything else you put in their hands. But they actually like did did this shit pretty decent. That's what's, I, actually, I haven't heard a bad review on it yet, to be perfectly honest. I haven't heard anybody say it wasn't, wasn't good. Uh, it, it's been good so far. Uh, found it really interesting. Shout out to Bobby Brown. You know, when Whitney Houston used to call that nigga the king of R&B, niggas used to look at Whitney like she was fucking like a crackhead, mm. talking crazy. But that nigga Bobby Brown was the king. And all you R&B niggas, you are the bastard children. You are the descendants of Bobby Brown. So, time out. When you say all you R&B niggas, where are they at? Who? I, <laughs> I mean, let's, <laughs> let's, let's go down the, the Bobby Brown family tree. Bobby Brown begat fucking Aaron Hall. Okay. Who begat R. Kelly. Okay. Who begat... Fucking Usher, who begat Chris Brown. All you yeah. niggas is the bastard kid. I don't. Who begat Trey Songs? Like all you niggas are the <sighs> seeds of Rob of, of fucking Bobby Brown. I don't. I don't know if uh, I don't see the connection between Usher and R. Kelly. 
Though that is, he the, was like the next generation yeah, the next of gener- niggas. Yeah, but them niggas is nowhere near. Hey man, we don't know if Usher Raymond is behind closed doors peeing on bitches or niggas. Uh, <laughs> where the fuck is? <laughs> I don't think I don't know if that's bill worthy. I've uh, always felt like Usher had. I've always felt anybody who came came in a game with Quincy Jones is suspect. Say it again, Will Smith. Yeah, uh, you know I, when the last time Will Smith had a good movie? Uh, About ten years ago. Hitch. That was when I realized that uh, he was playing for the other team in that movie. Hitch was a good movie. Though. It was a good movie. But I and when he was kissing old boy, I, I, I was like, wait a minute. But he kissed the nigga in six degrees of separation. I know. But in that movie, I looked and I saw something different. You saw the twinkle in his eye? I was like, this this, this, this may be not the, the right direction. Yeah. But, you know, hey, that's just me. Yeah, but the new edition. Fight movie, me. <laughs> they won't. The new edition movie was good. Uh, yo. Shout out to my nigga Bobby Brown. He is so, the king of R and B. So what's next? What 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 would you what would you like to see the next XX movie? Uh, Jodeci. I w- I would enjoy a Jodeci movie. Destiny's Child. Don't really care. Now I don't care, but I we literally lived through the shit. Like, nah, man, a- we we don't know the backstory of who Beyonce tried to kill one of them hoes or something like. You know who I really want to see a story on, who and I want BET to do it. I want to see the Stevie Wonder story because I feel like Stevie got some shit in his background that we just don't know the truth about. Uh, Stevie Wonder's not blind. I don't give a fuck what nobody tell you. Stevie Wonder is not blind. This nigga has pulled the literally the wool over our eyes. There's a video for flow. fifty plus years. Look, nigga, there is for a fifty vi- plus years. Yes, Stevie been front like he blind over it. Oh, this nigga's getting over. There's a video. That's online that I watched at least a hundred times. Uh, so this nigga Stevie Wonder is on stage with Paul McCartney and a bunch of other motherfuckers, right? And did I show you this before? <laughs> I don't think so. Look, he on stage. It's a concert or some shit, and a microphone falls over. Stevie lifts, jump, puts his hand out and catches the microphone now, before man, it falls on the ground. When you, when you blind and shit, you supposed to have like the no your other senses be heightened. Nigga, it's a concert going on. It's music and shit everywhere, and like a. Out the out the blue, a microphone stand falls. This nigga jumps, leans over, and catches that bitch with his hand. Dog, Google this shit, dog. Google this shit, man, because it's it's crazy. Like the motherfucker is not blind. <laughs> he been getting over. It. Okay, he probably got his vision probably fucked up. But the nigga saw the microphone falling and was like, eh. I mean, but like if you you know like legally blind and can't like maybe Stevie Wonder's got it. yeah maybe Stevie Wonder's like colorblind or some shit. Oh no, and no. he been getting over on his. I was I watched this video so many times because I'm thinking the same thing like you know well maybe his senses and like it's way too much shit that's going on for him to even notice that because his his back was turned like he turned around like caught it. I don't know though. I want to see a Run DMC story. Uh, I can fuck with him. This is what I want to see though. The next story I don't want that shit to come on. Um, I don't want it to be on regular TV. I don't want to go to movies. I want it to be on Netflix. I want them to drop it as an entire season, 13 episodes. Uh, I wish they would have did like um, Strata Compton that way, like straight to Netflix, and they can actually have 13 hours, an episode each. You know how Netflix do their series, and you can get a full rundown, uncut, cursing the whole nine yards, and you get a full representation. You can't shit on Strata Compton, though. That shit was a good movie. It was great. I wanted more. But you can't be in a you can't be in a movie for six hours. So yeah. in order to make it longer, drop it as an entire season. You know Netflix is giving out checks. Yeah, they is. They gave Dave Chappelle some big ass money. They gave Dave sixty million. They gave fucking um they 
Dave Chappelle got a, a special coming out with three specials. Yeah. Seinfeld got specials coming with Netflix. Never, never got into Jerry Seinfeld. Never gave a fuck. Um, fucking Chris Rock got, like, Dave is giving out all the money right now. So You know what I wanted to see in Straight Outta Compton that they didn't show? You know, Too Short was on the original NWA Straight Outta Compton tour. He opened up for them niggas. You know who actually opened up for him? T.K. Kirkland. That's- T to the motherfucking K. T.K. Kirkland was the comedian on the tour. He was here in Detroit when they did this shit. That's what's up. Uh, and, he got, that- and he got kicked off the tour for being too brash. Because this was before people was, were cursing and, and doing this little hip-hop comedy. Like comedians in the 80s were like, had to Nigga, be Nigga, Eddie was in the 80s talking crazy as fuck. That was late 80s. Nah, man. When Raw, and Delir- com- when Raw and Delirious come out? 88, 89. This was like 85 when they was they were doing the 85, 86 when Strata Compton was going. And, but and, nigga, we grew up off of like Richard Pryor and Red Fox. Like they was doing hella cussing and shit. Not like. Richard this, Pryor? Not like this gangster, this gangster level of shit. Nigga, Richard Pryor. Hey, I'm just saying. Talking shit, about getting burnt up free basin. Richard Pryor talking about sucking dick. Yeah. Like Richard Pryor was doing, doing that shit on another level back he, then. He wasn't doing nigga comedy though. He was out that bitch in a suit. He was sharp. This motherfucker got that bitch with a t-shirt and some, <laughs> and some uh, Jordans or some shit. Or nigga Jordan, comedy. Bro. I don't know how I feel about that term, bro. I know, man. It's it's problematic. But, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that shit. It is what it, you know exactly what I was talking about when I said it. I though. did. I so. did. Who else? Who else? Get, we got to get. What's like one more of the good good story that we should probably see? I want to see a bad boys. Oh, uh, not a biggie, but I mean, you know, a like bad the whole bad boy. boy family. Yeah, I would like to see how that whole thing played out from because Puffy been in the game forever from from Andre Harrell from the Uptown Records to you know what? I got another one too, Master P. Master P's doing one because P don't get his just due. He's actually doing one, and um, he's gonna be like he's actually doing one, and I can't wait to see that shit. Yeah, I he would, got a dope ass fucking story. Though. Yeah, I would love to see the No Limit story and see, Hell fuck yeah, see the the come up. Or the colonel in the motherfucking tank. Hey man, I think we may have talked about this shit off camera, but no limit is the reason why it's a bunch of niggas who can't rap who make a living right now. Oh yeah, because Soap the Shocker put out albums that were straight bullshit. Like he made it okay for niggas to be like, oh, you because in the day, back in the day, to get on a record, you had to rap. But once a nigga heard them, it was like wait a minute like these niggas can't really rap there was just his, but the beats there was his cool. cousins and his homeboys but like the beats was cool the content was like this beats was by the shit. pound was the shit nigga they don't get enough they don't get, get enough credit when you talk about like all the greatest hip hop producers beats by the pound nigga. was putting out fucking hits for about a decade when no limit quote unquote when no limit fell off it's because they stopped using fucking with beats by the pound yeah but uh, yeah, man, I, I fuck with it. That's all the after that. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to see nobody else movie. UGK maybe. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if they got. I, I don't. Don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> don't don't discredit Pimp and Bun. I love Pimp and Bun. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know if uh the rest of the world is ready for like. I don't know. It could be interesting. I don't know. What if we find out Pimp C was beating Bun B and some shit? I, that'd be interesting. <laughs> oh yeah, shout out to my cousin, man, uh, for Country Rap Tunes Radio, uh, online music, uh, online radio station. Or oh, Bum B is on there. Uh, Jazzy Faye, Scotty ATL, and a couple other folks. Hey man, I just got put up on Country Rap. This is White Boy out of Tennessee, Jelly Roll. Nigga. I'm straight with a, a niggas. I'm not. not he's nice to any man he's, called Jelly Roll. Niggas nice though. 
he got to get a new name. Okay. He got to get a new name. All right, I'm just, he could be nice. Shout I'm out, just trying to put you up on new music. Shout out to Jay. Because I'm not giving, I'm not calling call another nigga named Jelly Roll. Like, I'm just trying I'm to just, put you up on good music because you, cause you don't be fucking with good music. Uh, all right, uh, <laughs> I'm not even going down that rabbit hole. Shit. You don't. All right, what else happened this week, man? Uh, topics. I think that's the only hot topic that really happened this week was the new edition movie. Uh, fucking the snubs for the all-star game. but eh. ain't no fucking snubs. Eh. That shit overrated. Uh, D-Wade didn't make it. D-Wade old as fuck now. It's be- niggas better than D-Wade out here. Dog. CP3 didn't make it. It's seven, eight point guards better than CP3, though. And CP3 been injured as fuck all season. Uh, I think that's it. What, what we really got to talk about is that the gates of hell have finally opened up. And we walked through that bitch this week. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to us, you made it through the first week of Trump going wild in Man. America. This nigga is on a rampage and it's not going to get no better. Man, it's been a hell of a week, man. And uh, I'm done. De- we dedicating this whole fucking episode to Trump. I mean, y'all saw that. Y'all saw- Make y'all- America hate again. That's an, you know, y'all know the title of the episode, but I mean, we can just go through what all has happened this week. And we, we can break it down for real. You know what I'm saying? Because. Uh, we've been gotten off a little, a little bit of our format. We need to start giving back to our opinions. Because the show's about us. We're the stars of this bitch. Right. I so. mean, we appreciate having some good-ass guests fall through this motherfucker because mm-hmm. they don't have to fuck with us. Detroit Charlie, IBGM, my nigga Mo Dirty. Yep, yep. Uh, who, I feel like somebody else came through. Uh, High You Clothing. High You. DJ Cool Breeze came uh, through. City um, Boy. Yeah, City Die Rich. Uh, we didn't have some nice guests. Over yeah, so we didn't. We we done put up a nice resume for six months. Yeah, shit. June, uh, yeah, six, seven months. My going in eight, nah. Yeah, so. but uh, we got to get back to. We yeah. started this shit. Yeah. So let's let's go through the first week of Trump. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you run through. Uh, so one of the first things he actually did, well, it, technically the first thing he did was make it harder for people to purchase their first homes. Yeah, uh, Obama had worked out a deal like just a few months ago, where the insurance for first-time home buyers or whatever, um, essentially, Obama uh, Trump got that shit out of there and raised everybody. You probably pay end up probably paying five to six hundred dollars more for your first-time home purchasing the first-time home on insurance. Like the very first thing he did when he got in there was sign that shit and got that out of the fuck out of here. Home ownership is the American dream. And when you make that shit harder or less attainable, like it's hard. I don't know if you've ever tried to purchase a home, but that shit is hard as fuck to do. It's retarded. Yeah, it it is. And you got to go through shit on top of shit. Now I can say myself personally, when I tried to purchase a crib, granted I did that shit dirty as fuck. But I illegally. mean, I did do it illegally. Fuck it. I, I defrauded the bank. I did that shit illegally, but it was still fucking hard work right. going through all the loopholes. I had a lot, I had a lot like a motherfucker. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> now, nigga, credit was A1 at the time. Like, my credit score was like 800 plus, mm. but uh, I didn't have the cash. Well, yeah, I remember, remember when 700 was the highest credit score? Yeah. And then niggas started getting 700s, and they were like, we well, upping this shit to 800. And now when they can start getting 800, they're going to put a, it's going to be 950. Every time we make it up a little higher, they're going to raise that motherfucker up. Anyway, yeah, I, I digress. Had, once upon a time, I had good credit. I bought a house. Shit was harder than a motherfucker. The bank wants to know everything about your fucking life. Who else is involved in your life? What debt you done had across the course of your life? And they make that shit really difficult. And it's For an no ex- reason. Yeah. And it's a very expensive process because you got to pay 
fucking for insurance. You got to pay for niggas to come out and inspect the house. How much, how much a fully loaded caddy costs right now? Shit. Brand new Escalade probably run you about 80. You can purchase a decent house for $80,000. Probably city of Southfield or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, a bank will finance that $80,000 vehicle for you for six years. Yeah. With, with no problem. Quick as hell. Now go try to get you $80,000. Nothing 000. down. Paying eight hundred dollars a month for your caddy. Now try to go. Now try to go buy a house for eighty thousand dollars and finance that bitch for thirty years, nigga. They gonna be like, uh, I'm sorry, we can't do it. First of all, it's gonna take you a fucking month before the bank lets you get that bitch. You can go, nigga. When I went and got my truck, like literally, I sat in the dealership maybe maybe two hours tops, and I was and I was already out on the road. If you try, like you say, you try to go buy you a house, that shit is gonna literally take you a month. Think about this from the bank, right? The bank don't care what the fuck you buying. I'm loaning you $80,000. And I'm telling you, I think you can pay me back this $80,000 in six years. I want to buy a house. And I'm going to say, I'm going to pay you back this $80,000 in 30 years. You can be like, yeah, I don't know about that. So you think I can pay it back in six years, but not 30? Like, it's some extra it, shit in the game. Now, if you just break it out on a very basic level, I know. I mean, no, no. The, I mean, you work at a bank. I mean, it's, it's just the X and O's. I want money. This is this is what it's going. We're going to charge you this for the money that you want, yeah. and as long as you pay that shit on time, you can have the shit that you that you asking for. In theory, it works the same with the house because when I foreclosed on my crib, but I want, they came to take the shit back. I want to stretch this bitch out for thirty years so I can rape you for interest for thirty years. Hell, fuck! Yeah. I need to know that you can pay me more than this eighty thousand dollars for thirty years. Yeah, but, and and the bank literally wants to know that you can pay. More than what you signed up for. But Trump got in office and he looked out for his friends and in high places so that we wouldn't get no discounts. They'll get the discounts. And he said that his his words, not mine, Crooked Hillary was going to do that. And he got the first thing he did was that. So, Second thing he did. Try to repeal. Um, the start the process to repeal the Affordable Care Act, a.k.a. Obamacare. With nothing to replace it. No, it's just going to be a lot of motherfuckers out here fucked up without health care. And if you don't have fucking health care, if you don't have health care, you don't. There's a certain quality of life that you're not able to maintain for yourself and for your family. Like health care is expensive than a motherfucker. I don't I work. I know myself. I work in a pharmacy. I see the medication that we ship out like the average drug to come out of my pharmacy is like thirty six hundred dollars. Mm. So a motherfucker without health care, you can't afford and that's like that's like a month work of medication. That's not like a year. That's one fill of a medication costs thirty six hundred dollars. So oftentimes we'll read the headlines. We'll be on Twitter, be on Instagram, Facebook, and we'll see all these tweets and posts, and we'll throw our little two cents in, right? And then we'll move on. But this is a reality for a lot of people. Like so, when I can get this medicine currently um, through the Affordable Care Act for let's say forty two dollars, and then next month it goes up to. Let's just say it goes up to $1,600, right? I may got two months to live now. Yeah. Because I don't have any other way to pay for this shit. And what that's going, what that creates is, one, more stress, which is going to cause more internal issues, or I'm going to go out here and try to get it how I know how to get it, and which causes more problems in the streets. Um, what you both, Or a bill not getting paid. And you shouldn't, I don't think you should have to make the choice between living and keeping the lights on. I mean, we are in a. Um, I don't think that in a civilized country, a civilized society, we should have to pay for certain things. Certain things should be granted, right? Um, 
water. water. Water should be one of them. You know, like I should be able to drink water. Like the pipes and the infrastructure have been there for hundreds of years now, right? I can see if we just built this shit and we was in the hole for all these years. We were trying to make it like the shit been there. Like there should be a certain amount of water that every household in the country gets because you need yeah, water. Yeah, now you to should live. be able to run a fucking car wash out right. of the crib. But, but I mean, there's a basic level of like the app. You you can know how many gallons it takes for the average person to wash up, drink, look shit for, like that. I, I just say it for myself. For my household, on average, my water bill is like seventy dollars. That's for me and my fucking kids. That's everybody taking showers every day. We washing washing dishes, washing clothes. That's just basic quality of life. Now, granted, seventy dollars probably ain't a whole hell of a lot of money in the grand scheme of things, but like, why it can't a, it should be a threshold? Yeah, if I spend less than say a hundred dollars a month in water, just give me the shit. I mean, it should be a bit like lights and gas. Like, you need I need to be warm in the wintertime in order for me to live. Like, I shouldn't have to pay you money in order for me not to freeze to death in the wintertime. There's a point in time where DTE wouldn't cut your utilities off in the wintertime. If they don't. You went through a certain program. They don't do that shit no more. Well, you have to go through that program, and they reach out to you a bunch of times, but if you don't go through this program, they will cut your shit off. And, I mean, we a civilized country and civilized society. It's 21st century or 20, whatever the fuck. Yeah, 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 they they, they got their meters in the, in the crib now that could you turn know? you off from the office. Like, it's a certain amount of shit that we, we should just give as as a basis. When I, when I talk like that, oh, that means you're a communist or that means you were a, a socialist. No, I'm Listen, a realist. I don't, I, don't give, I don't know what all them terms mean. All I know is on any particular situation, I look at the situation, I weigh the pros and the cons, and I make a decision. You can label me whatever the fuck you want to. I just think there is some basic level of human dignity that, and because we already have a system in place that can provide it, we need to get that shit to a people. I don't think people should have to fucking struggle to have a basic quality of life. Plain life, and simple. liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Those are the three things that's guaranteed. Now, right? if, now if you want some extra, hell yeah, you got to get out there and Can't. fucking grind for it. You got to. Not everybody can live in a half million dollar house. Right. Not everybody can drive a fucking Rolls Royce. But everybody should be able to have a fucking roof over their head, some something to eat in the fucking refrigerator and, and a light should turn on when you fucking click the switch. Now you can't run a fucking water park out your backyard, but you should be able to drink some water. If you, clean yeah, water. Clean water. Clean water. Because it's been over a year and Flint still. No, no, it. it's it's going on three years. It's in a, April, it'll be three years since Flint has had clean water, my nigga. Yeah, that's that's, Three years. We're touching that a little Trump bit talking about building a fucking wall for Mexico that's going to cost. We'll get in that. We'll get, in, we'll get into that. Come on, man. We'll get into that. $22 fucking billion dollars and niggas in Flint can't wash their ass with the water that come out the fucking pipes. Yeah. So, look, fuck it. We talking about it now. So, we he, he talking about. So, one, he the, the literally the first day. Trying Friday, to repeal Amer- first Affordable day, Care Act. The, the the insurance made it harder for homeowners to buy first time homeowners to buy buy a house first day like two hours after he first day out like T Grizzly right sign that shit then directly for the Affordable Care Act boom then this wall shit what's going on with this fucking build a wall shit first of all this build a wall shit is the dumbest piece of fuck shit idea that that I've ever heard the dumbest piece of it's fuck found. shit. How the fuck are you going to build a, a fucking wall and maintain that shit that's going to cross how many fucking states? Four, three and a half to four. Okay. So California, uh, Texas, um, Arizona, not the three major ones. 
let let me let me just throw a little caveat in there because we we both I, I feel are hip hop connoisseurs. Long time ago on the song, CeeLo said, "You know, I wonder if that if they put that gate to, if that gate was put up to keep, keep crime out or keep, keep my ass, ass in. in." Who's that peeking in my window? <laughs> uh, shit sounds I, I, eerily familiar now. Nobody now. So who who are we really trying to protect? Is this a problem for the country? Man, look. Like, cause, I don't know. <laughs> Let me stand up on my soapbox for a quick second. Mexicans, fucking immigrants, ain't never did shit today. Ain't never did shit to motherfucking kids. You take immigrants about this motherfucker. You take motherfuckers that come in here illegally and start pushing them out. It's a lot of goddamn jobs that immigrants and people from other countries come here trying to make a better lives for themselves and their family that y'all motherfuckers not willing to do. Donald Trump mother... And his wife is a fucking immigrant. This nigga lay. This nigga roll over and two pump chump that fucking immigrant every other night, and and he trying to put him out the country. I hope that bitch on the first boat up out this motherfucker if that's what he decided to do. Isn't that one of our sayings? Give me your poor. Give me your this. Give me your extra. Your poor disenfranchised countries, and you know, bring. It's on the Statue of fucking Liberty. This is this is the 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 greatest. This is white supremacy at its finest, right? The fact that you can come over to a, a country or land that you don't own murder the people that was actually here and then refer to somebody else as an immigrant. We are your land. We are immigrants. We are immigrants. This is not your land. You trying to tell somebody to go back where they come from. Why don't you go back to the hills and caves of Europe or some shit? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) The hills and the backwoods where your mama got fucked by her cousin. And that's when your punk ass was born. I'm just saying the fuck out of here, man. That's just, but so I don't, when did this become a problem though? Like for the entire country where this is, Number one thing, like if we don't build this wall and keep Mexicans out, then the country is going to hey shit. Hey man, the I ain't worried about no fucking Mexicans. Number like Mexicans look. You want me to tell you what this? I'm really like skinning a motherfucker, and you throw me in Southwest at the wrong day of the week, and I look like one of them. I tell you what this really about. Let me put my fucking Tim Foyo hat on and my conspiracy, all the other bullshit. You know, and the conspiracy realist. And I said I say conspiracy realists because they're not conspiracy theories. They're conspiracies, really. The issue is in I think twenty forty eight, white people are not going to be the majority in this country no more. Um, and that's really. And first off, uh, white folks are the minority in the world. Yeah. Um, I know we in this country they refer to us that's as minority, mon- and that's kind of baked into our brain. We're not the minority. No, the, the, the tables are starting. You starting to shift that motherfucker the other way. And it's all about survival. Um, and uh, Mexicans are, are going to be in 2048. So there is a date where they can say on this particular date, we are not going to be the leaders in the population no more. And you can actually, with the right math, plot out your extinction. White people with blonde hair and blue eyes have an extinction date. Like after a certain while, there won't be any more uh, naturally white hair, blue eyes or uh what they call them, uh, gingers or burnt red hair, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like they're yeah. genetic because people keep genetically. We continue. To, we continue to mix, and if the you, pure, there's there's no going to be no more just pure. I am pure this. I am pure yeah. that. Like genetically, we are creating new races every day, and because they're going to be the majority, majority, I need to stop this shit right now. Build this fucking wall. Keep you all out. What's really is scary is going on is so Trump is doing some shit that Hitler used to do. Yeah. Uh, he's creating an atmosphere where 
so right now, Trump, I was going to say this later, but Trump right now has announced that he is going to public publish weekly a list of crimes created by immigrants. So how about, far back are we going to go with this immigrant crime shit? But think about this. So every 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 month, I mean, every week, I'm going I'm to give you a list of long things that have been done by immigrants. The same shit they did to uh, that Hitler himself did um, to create animosity and fear among certain groups of people. It's the same thing they did with us as black folks. They created different black codes or whatever. So they, so we would appear violent. Uh, we would appear crazy so they can think of us as less than human three fifths of a human. So you can justify the evil shit that you've actually. So, so let me ask you this. How far is this list of criminalization going to go back to? Is it, are we going to take it back to where Columbus came up over this motherfucker? As no, a, every week. So the, the proof. Oh, oh it's just going to start now. Every week. Oh, this, this week, this is what this was. What, what such and such did. So so I can prove to you why we need this war. I can prove to you this. What we really don't understand is uh, Trump is putting us in a, in a in a really fucked up position. With the rest of the world. So this week uh, coming up, he was supposed to meet with the president of, of Mexico. You know what that motherfucker told him to do? Kiss my ass. I ain't coming, bro. Like how many times he didn't told you who's going to, they asked him a million times who's going to pay for this war. And and the president of Mexico continues to say, we ain't paying for the shit. He actually said, I'm not paying for this fucking wall. The nigga actually had to tweet the shit. I'm not paying for this fucking wall. So sounds good to me. I've heard the audio and I've seen the video of, of, of Trump saying, well, well, he kind of flipped it like, well, well, we're going to pay for it initially, but we're going to get the money back from Mexico. They're going to reimburse us. So have you heard what he's trying to do now? Put a 20 percent um Import export tax on Mexican on Mexico all items coming out of Mexico. That could be cars, fucking Coronas. Coronas. <laughs> Damn, they're gonna start taxing Coronas. So let me think. Let me get this straight. You think that Mexico is supplying illegal immigrants and they're coming over here for crime and doing other things? So your solution to that is to cripple their economy more. That's 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 your fix, solution. That's gonna fix it. That's gonna fix it. They are, they're not gonna come over here no more now. Oh, or or the or the shit where he uh I guess the towns or or the places around the border that support immigrants, he's going to punish them. Mm. That their government funding will stop to these locations. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I just don't I just don't trust this man, dog. He's making America hate again. Um America so wall, really never stopped hating, though. So this wall is, um, so I was reading some couple of different things. I did a little bit of research of how much this wall would cost. How would you actually build the wall? How, how high long, is this bitch going to be? Um, it would have to be at the very least 10 feet, 10 to 15 feet. Um, in order to support that, it would have to be at least five feet into the ground as well for support. So to dig that trench, first you got to put that trench. Then you got to figure out what kind of materials you're going to use. They went through like maybe what for cinder block, um, cinder block um, will be cheapest and it's strong, but it will cost it'd be too much labor because you literally got to put the bricks there. So that's out the way. Um, then they thought, well, how about pour concrete? You know what I'm saying? Well, pour concrete. These areas are too hot. So because it's so humid, it actually may not dry correctly and it'll crumble. And then you have to worry about your wall actually crumbling. So then what else should we do? So maybe these concrete slabs that they use like on freeways and things of that nature. Okay, you can do that. And then you got to put those there. But then you got to support each individual one of those with 
like steel beams or whatever. So they just look at if that's and, you know, they look at contractors and architects and everything like that. So let's say that's probably the best way and the most cost effective way, right, to do it. They looked at just the cost of materials, roughly 10 to 13 billion dollars in materials. And then they say, okay, well, how long will it take to build this? About a decade, bro. The, they said on a very aggressive plan, you can possibly get it done in four years. In fucking possible. It's not gonna get done in four years. Have you ever heard, have you ever seen a contractor get finished on time? Hold, and, and <laughs> hold on. So we that's it, not include, that's that's not including labor. That's not including overtime. <laughs> no, it's not gonna get done in four years. And so, are these gonna all be American-born contractors? Are we gonna get? Are we gonna have some help? Because I look, I don't have. Are you gonna have Mexicans building the Mexican border? <laughs> like, are you? Are really? Who else gonna do the shit? I just want. I just got a question. Who else gonna help build a border in real life? So they said it'd be like ten feet high, about um, possibly ten feet wide or whatever. Why do you think it's gonna be harder for people to get over that shit? Because now I can just lay a fucking ladder against this bitch and, and climb the fuck over. It's ten feet. Because people are gonna be monitoring that wall twenty four seven. How? I don't know, nigga. This shit. This shit stretch three fucking states. Like before, I could see on the other side. It's a ten foot wall. I don't know what the fuck is going on the other side of the wall no more. I can't see you coming. Yeah, like on, on both sides. On both sides, I can't see you coming. So like before, I, I could look through a fence or some shit. Like Mexico is a hundred feet away. In, in some place, literally, it's it's on the other side. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not far. But why is this such a good idea? Why are we why why are we investing roughly twenty six to thirty billion dollars? And we got Flint right down the street who don't got clean water? Hey, man, Flint, ain't get, Flint is going on three fucking years of clean water. If you telling me that you can invest, let's, they let's say just— the water, They say the water's clean now. Just don't drink it. Fuck that. If you can invest $30 billion <laughs> into building a wall, you can take that same money, invest it into Flint, so these people can have a basic fucking quality of life. You think Flint is the only place where that shit is going on? Because I don't. I honestly don't. It's somewhere else in America. Detroit. We ain't went through it yet. I'll give about five to ten years. These fucking pipes that we got is old as shit. These pipes yeah. is not new. These pipes is old as... These are the original pipes in the city of Detroit. I I get that to you. Father worked for the water department for 35 years before he retired. Like, these is the original pipes. Now, every time you get a water main bust or some shit like that, somebody go out and fix it. But the main they pipes... Just putting a band, they putting a Band-Aid on a bullet wound at that point. It. So, we still into day two and three. Right. So Trump sends out. Uh, let me see if I can uh, find this tweet because, you know, the nigga keeps tweeting. He loved Twitter. He loved Twitter. So that bitch is going to stay alive forever. So let me tell you. Let me tell you about this. All right. Put your tin for your hat on again. You know what I'm saying? So I can talk about these conspiracies. So Trump says. If Chicago doesn't fix the horrible carnage in parentheses, I mean, in, in quotations going on. 228 shootings in 2017 with 42 killings up 24% from 2016. I will send in the feds exclamation point. First, I get your thoughts. What you think about that? Uh, I think that's some bullshit. Have you ever been to the South side of Chicago? No, they got some shit and they ready for the feds. Them young boys out in the streets with choppers with big Dracos and they ready for them feds to come through there. They are not fucking around. One, no, they're not ready for no feds to come through at all, period. Get that shit out of here. It's not happening. It's a war going on outside, my nigga. And we I use the, we use that word that word war too loosely. No, niggas not ready for war. Period. I don't give a fuck what you say. I 
All jokes aside, do I think that having the feds come through the streets of Chicago is an appropriate measure? Fuck no, I don't. But I do think that there's, I think the problem, there have been 228 murders in Chicago thus far. I think. Allegedly. Fine. That's fine. I'm not even going to argue schematics with you. Allegedly, there have been 228 murders in in Chicago already. I think that the problem itself is something that needs to be fixed internally, not with an outside consultant coming in and trying to provide that 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 level of protection that they think is going to be there. Um, in order to curb violence, and and this has always kind of been a theory that I've had, like in order to fix that problem, it has to start from within. It has to start with good policing. It has to start with opportunity. It has to start with with programs, education, like other things have to be in place to help curb the violence. Just sending the feds in to police, you know, a fucking 60 block radius ain't going to be the answer. All right. So this is where my, my, my views and opinions probably differ from a lot of people. One, uh, when Trump says if Chicago doesn't fix his horrible carnage, I'm sending the feds in. I think the term Chicago is a cold word. It doesn't mean the city of Chicago. It means black people. It means a majority dominantly black cities. Um, please explain to me, because this is what I had a conversation with somebody earlier this week, and this was upset me. And it was kind of prompted this episode. It was like, well, if Donald Trump was black, wouldn't nobody care if he said this shit? And I'm like, why you mean? Like, well, we got to do something. I'm saying, so you think this is going to help, but we got to do something. See, that's the problem. Everybody keeps talking about you got to do something, but you don't want to put the responsibility in yourself to have a fucking thought or to of what put, to do, what to do. So please explain to me how you send in the feds, right? Please explain to me how that impacts me. If I got a problem with the guy down the street, right? What's going to stop me from going down the street and shooting this house up? Unless there is a police officer standing on every single corner in the city. Because that's the only like that Sen- sending in the feds is the beginning of martial law. Exactly. Plain and simple. Like, and so let's just call it what I mean, that's that's that's, that's cold word. And every time they, they bring up Chicago, let's talk about Chicago. Well, let's let's talk about Chicago, because Chicago, uh, you know what? Our capital is like number eight on the list. Detroit is still worse. I got I got a better. Th- I Let me let me bring it closer to home for niggas in the city. If you are from Detroit. Look at all the project, all the old projects that was around the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's use the Brewsters for example. Where's it? Where's it located close by? Right next to the freeway. Right next to the freeway. You know why? For quick entrance and quick fucking exit. If you look at projects in general, they are all built in close capacity to freeways for that same exact reason. Herman Gardens near the freeway projects. Any pro- the Cabrini Green projects or whatever. Any projects you can think across the country right next to the freeway. And the reason why they were built right next to the freeway is not is it didn't happen just magically. That shit is by design. Number one, they push us all into one enclosure close together. So now they know exactly where we are so they and they can monitor the population. They can control it. If something needs to happen where they need to get niggas in and out, they are coming off the freeway. So listen, this is what I can say. If you have 60 minutes, literally 60 minutes, go to YouTube and type in King Alfred plan. Um, A gentleman named Ray Hagen uh, actually explains it. Type in King Alfred plan 
and they'll go through the power planning studies that are that are released from our, our, our government. It's not like a, one of those things where a nigga just start making some shit up. Type in King Alfred. Go to YouTube. Type in King Alfred plan, and it will explain in detail. That's all. Step I can by say. step. Step by step. Step by fucking step. Um, but Chicago was cold word because guess who's the, who has the number one murder capital? Uh, St. Louis. Yeah. Then it's Baltimore. Then it's Detroit. Then it's New Orleans. Then it's Cleveland. Then it's Newark. Then it's Memphis. And then it's Chicago. So you use Chicago. The key word Chicago for Chicago is the guinea pig. Chicago is the key word for quote unquote, unquote black on black crime. So whenever there's an area of a, a concentrated area of black people where I wanted to, to get rid of, essentially, I'm going to say Chicago. So once it quote unquote works in Chicago, I'm going to start sending these fed teams out. The only way that you can, that would actually make sense and actually could do something unless there was a police officer, a federal agent, martial law on every single corner to stop that. Because guess what? These is, this is not like a state sponsored thing where all these persons from gang a meet up with gang B at three o'clock at one time. And we just go here and fight. This is an individual conversation with me and this one person. Niggas is worn over neighborhoods. And I go to this person's house and shoot his house up and I drive down. Like these people are not shooting in front of the cops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the city of Chicago outside of the South side, Shit is fucking beautiful. <laughs> Hell yeah. You go to downtown Chicago, you don't know shit about niggas out in the streets with choppers. And it, it, it is just funny how all the violence in all these different cities are calculated and, and pushed into one area. I say this right here. So in 2014, there were zero murders in the city of Warren. For those who don't know, Warren is on the cusp of Detroit. Like on one side is the Warren, the other side of Detroit. There were zero murders in 2014 in the city of Warren. But they would drag your ass right across the street and murder over there. Yeah. That in itself doesn't mean that that means there is a a, a bigger issue because people just don't stop killing. Just be, just because they get the eight mile, the murder stop. Right? No, that's not how it works. No. That means I'm gonna go over here where I know there's gonna be no repercussions over here. I know there's not gonna be patrols. There's not gonna be police over there. There are different things you can do to make neighborhoods safer. Hell yeah! And and when you talk about like the policing, it's completely different. Like, like, let's let's just call it what it is. If you're in Detroit and you understand what happens when you cross eight mile, I can stay in the city. I can literally drive through the city of Detroit with no license, blowing weed, listening to T. Grizzly, driving on a suspended license, dirty ass ills and probably won't get fucked with. I cross over to eight mile. I'm looking over my shoulder wherever the fuck I'm going. And Trump threatening to send feds into Chicago to target black people under the guise of. No, no, not crime. target black people to kill black Man, people. I'm just saying, but Trump tar- threatening to send feds into Chicago to target black people under the guise of stopping crime is the same strategies that the Nazi used. It's all cold word. And I know what the fuck is going on. Look at the artwork for this episode. You're not pulling no. You're not pulling no slick shit over. I know what the fuck is going on. And, and isn't uh, I re, I recall pr- Trump was a proponent proponent stop, of stop and, frisk. and frisk national stop and frisk. This Chicago was the guinea pig. Let's be real though. Chicago was the guinea pig. If they started in Chicago, watch out. We on, and we only on week one, right? Yeah. So let's <laughs> hell week. Uh, let's go else. Um, oh. We're talking about the border. The U.S. Border Patrol chief uh, resigned uh, one day after the president executive order on the board wall. Did he resign or was he pushed out? He resigned. Uh, And a bunch of these staffs um, are resigning rather than work with Trump. Are they resigning or are they being pushed out? Like, That's that's a good question. Who knows? That's that's really a good question. So 
This is another thing I, I think is interesting. I think everything is a conspiracy. I don't give a fuck what you judge me, fight me in the street. Um, the narrative was that because Obama couldn't get support throughout the Senate, throughout Congress or whatever, he had to do everything by executive order. Right, right. It got us used to the term executive order. Kind of desensitized us to what executive order was. Definitely. It's almost it desensitized us to the word executive order like they desensitized us to the word drone. Because when you think of drone, now you think of a little little helicopter. Some shit that you can buy from Sharper Image. Yeah. Instead of a drone being the... Motherfucker that'll drop a bomb and blow yeah. up your whole fucking neighborhood. Yeah. So they desensitized us to the word executive order. So now that Trump been in office for all of seven days, five and a half, six days, everything he's done is via executive order. So that means none of this shit getting congr- congressional approval. I'm building this wall because I signed this motherfucking piece of paper. Because I want to. And we were... Us... Black folks, we were okay with it when Obama was signing the executive orders for different shit, and we were taught we were told because he we were told how executive orders work. So now, when the executive order comes through, all the shit he didn't did this week, I'm signing the paper and I'm doing what the fuck I want to do. I thought this was democracy. No, it's a dictatorship, bro. King Trump is in his bitch because he just ran through signing all type of shit. Let me tell you some shit he did. Um, <laughs> this shit is funny. Uh, so. While we was debating crowd sizes and passing memes back and forth, uh, Republicans passed a sweeping law to effectively prevent any new gov- government regulations ever. Trump, first week. Also, uh, Trump has banned EPA employees from providing updates on social media or to reporters. He's also barring uh, new contracts and bars new grants, a.k.a. no First Amendment, and the Environment Protection Environmental Protection Agency can no longer warn the public about stuff, basically, without it first being cleared by political staff members. So Trump. ain't no telling, ain't no telling what that meat really is that you fucking eating at the grocery store. No, no, no. That's well, no, no. That's that's the my bad. I, I jumped the gun. I jumped the gun. Oh wait, oh because you go Cause, there because it's there. Yeah. It's there too. Also, the the USDA is also prohibited from sharing data with the public. There we go. Have fun with those. Sticks. Y'all niggas eating cats now. So let's just unpack this shit. Ain't no steak. So Donald Trump, EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, so global warming, and hey, don't do this. You niggas can no longer talk to the social. Don't don't tweet about it. Don't go to a reporter about it. Don't say anything about what's going on in the world to the media unless you run it through our staff first. I thought we had the First Amendment. Hold on, but 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 we know we know their staff is full of bullshit. And, and I know that you was talking about like the memes and when they were talking about the size of the inauguration and how many people came out. And I forget the young lady's name who was a representative of the white house that said Sean Spicer didn't give misinformation. He gave alternative, alternative facts. facts. Let me tell you something right now. Any lady that I've ever had dealing with in my life, I have never lied to you. I'd never lied to you. I just gave you alternative facts. Everything I did that you found out about that I didn't give you all the information it was just alternative facts. Boy, white supremacy at its finest. Uh, they dug up old tapes of her when she was, I guess she tried to be a stand-up comedian and shit. Yeah. Shit was horrible. Terrible. Uh, alternative facts. Like she said it was such such ease. Such conviction. She practiced that shit. And Sean Spicer, this nigga just gets up here lying. His first six statements, five of them was wrong. This has been, uh, and, and, uh, and, they, and he said, we're giving the president a hard time. Everything that he does is being, Deep, we're being deeply critical. You know, we're not giving him the benefit of the doubt. 
like Trump, this shit is embarrassing. Like he is, he said this is the this was the highest inauguration watch ever. No, it wasn't. This was the biggest amount of people have ever gathered together in any. I'm like, nigga, no, it wasn't. Like, why are you lying? Shit dog? was empty as fuck. <laughs> they, it was like we we give we're giving out malaria blankets today. Come sign up if you want one, and nobody came. I, I just don't. I don't. Smallpox blankets. I mean, yeah. Nobody, nobody's fucking with Trump. And and now a lot of people are having buyer's remorse with this bullshit. You know, he was he was igniting the people. And I think that shit fake too. Oh, it but it was said that when he announced his candidate that he was running for presidency and he had, you know, the whole big campaign, is that on his first announcement, people were paid to come. I mean, that crowd was paid. So it's been a bunch of tweets that's been passed around the internet the Trump remorse tweets, whatever. Mm-hmm. Have you went to any of them pages? No, I don't give a fuck about your Trump remorse. They're fake. They're not real. It's a narrative. I, I never gave a fuck to begin with. Like go to them tweets, them fake accounts. You know what I'm saying? Them like egg tweets with like, like, <laughs> like, it's just some, like, it's like, it's one giant social experiment that's going on. And they just sitting back and seeing how quick one information. So like, this is a bit, a giant social experiment. I can create a meme myself. And I've done this before. I've created a meme. I put that shit out Nigga, there. you was an emoji. I am an emoji. Like Expressor app. Like, yeah. <laughs> which is funny. Because niggas, like, niggas who don't know me use my face. Pause. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> no way to clean that up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way to clean that up. Some hoes out there using my face. In, in, yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's not, yeah, whatever. I mean, try and make it better if you yeah. can. Shit. But like, I created a meme. And I'll throw that shit out there, and sometimes it'll come back to me. It'll come across my page and shit like, nigga, I made that shit. Like, niggas don't, like, I, me personally made it. But think about a social experiment where I could put out a bit of a piece of false information, give it to black Twitter, because black Twitter is a thing, right? Like, I get Black the, Twitter is the wave. Yeah. There's two type of Twitters black okay. Twitter and then everything else. It's three Twitters Beyonce. No, it's, it's feminist Twitter because <laughs> the motherfuckers is crazy. Uh, it is black Twitter. And uh, then it's everything then else. It's everything else. Uh, black Twitter is a real thing. But I can send something out, right? And it'll just be popular in black Twitter. And it'll just go over and over and over and over. And everybody keep retweeting. And they'll, basically, if I need to share some information, whether we're good or bad, I'll pass it out to us. The most evil, disrespectful, vile, most racist shit I see across my timeline well, share it to me. Share it to me by another black person. Like, think about sense. this shit. Yeah, no, no, that makes I throw some evil sense. out, right? Some one random white person or ran, one random evil person, because that uh, evil isn't attached to a color. One random evil person sends something out, and then you feel it's your duty to share that evil message with everybody that you know. And the guys, I just want y'all to know what's going on, nigga. You throw gasoline on a fire. You're bro. doing the devil's work. I would have never known about this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so somebody, I forget the little meme that went out there. So if somebody was shooting arrows at me and they missed me. Why would you pick it up and stick it in my back for me? I missed that shit. Why would you give me this negative energy? You know what I'm saying? But it's one giant social experiment, man. We pass around memes and shit that quote unquote fake news. Now you got the president of the United States tweeting out that CNN is fake news and Fox News is real. The mm. president. He's not my president, bro. This shit is fucking crazy, dog. No, it's not crazy. It's fucking real is what it is. Like, this shit is fucking crazy, dog. What's crazy is, and and even the day oh. after his presidency, the million woman marched the next day. How about this? 
Y'all remember all the hoopla that was about the Dakota Access Pipeline? It's coming back. He signed an executive order to push the shit through. Hold on. There's there's also a caveat to that, that there will be uh, some type of, I don't want to call it law, but there'll be something in there where, like, protesters, you'll, you'll now be able to run them over. And there'll be no criminal charges. You'll be able to run over if, if they try and block the the building of the pipeline by protesting, you'll be able to run them over. Uh, Trump been fooling all week, dog. So he did. The, he signed the um, act for the, the Dakota pipeline that Obama initially had squashed right before he left. And all the protests that was going on with the Native Americans, y'all trying to ruin their water supply, the whole nine yards. They out there hosing them and pepper spraying them, whatever. That was a big thing. They shut down the Dakota pipeline access. He gets in office, signs an executive order that works out for him and his friends um, and his business associates. And the shit is going through. You know what also he did? Monday, Trump. Oh, this is the first week. We've been talking for an hour. And this is the first week. So Monday, he's going to give us shit for the podcast for the rest of the year. Man. Monday, Trump signed an executive order reinstating a ban on giving funding to healthcare groups who mention abortion, a.k.a. you can't get funding if you mention abortion as an option as a healthcare organization. They're trying to ban they ban you from getting an abortion. Now, you know how I feel about abortion. I, I'm not not even making no jokes about it. I feel like. A woman's body is her fucking choice. If she wants to keep that baby, God bless it. If she decides that this, it ain't right for me and my family or my life right now, that's her fucking choice. And I think taking choices away from people is just fucking wrong. I agree. So look, man, I, I put some words together. I wanted to read, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, I want to make sure I got my complete thought out because sometimes we can get is this is is this our closing argument? No, I just okay. want to get this out there, um, and then we can kind of move off of it. So, uh, well, this is like my this is my final thought wrapping up this Donald Trump shit because that's this is the whole list that I got, and then okay. we'll, we'll move on. All right. So last week, Donald Trump was sworn in as a president of the United States of America. North America. <laughs> I got to be specific because it kind of sounds wild when you say it out loud. You know what I'm saying? So we recorded this episode Friday, January 27th. So it's been like a full seven days since he's been in office. And to say it's been an uh, eventful week would be an understatement because I literally can't take 52 more weeks of this same shit, let alone 208 more weeks of it. So Trump's slogan for the last 18 months or so has been make America great again which the phrase itself is a conundrum because one can argue that it's never been great, but Hey, that's a different story. Not if you're black. Right. But what has been able to make come true in this very, very short amount of time, he has had us make America hate again. So I'm not talking about the quiet internal bigoted opinion type of hate that never crosses the uh, that never comes out the mind that comes out the mind, but never crosses the tongue. I'm talking about the kind of hate that makes it out of the mind and into legislation. I'm talking about the new black codes type of hate. This week, Louisiana passed new legislation, the Blue Lives Matter law, that makes resisting arrest a hate crime. Yes, a hate crime. So this gives police the legal power to take a misdemeanor and turn it into a felony and place you in prison. 
So we know racist cops always used to like to use the term stop resisting to justify them right before they start beating and arresting you and harassing you. So AKA while you out there protesting and a police officer comes up to you, you can get hit with a felony that will land you in prison, not jail, prison, prison. That's a big motherfucking difference between prison and jail. First week under this new regime. Also, we kind of touched on this. Trump is to publish weekly a list of committed crimes by immigrants. Let me run that back. Every week he would tell you all the crimes committed by immigrants. If you see what's going on here, this is a tactic used by Hitler himself trying to create fear of immigrants so that when he starts ordering the evil things to be done, we're going to think it's well-deserved or we'll kind of like ask for it. Forget Hitler. They did that shit to us as black people told us everybody was mean, was violent. So they'll look at us as less than a human being, three fifths of a human being to justify the inhuman things that we've done um, to make America hate again. So what else has he done to make America hate again? How about infighting? How about that Chrisette Michelle interview this week? Everybody's so up in arms about her singing in the inaugural brawl and shit. Why? Like, what does that do to your life? Like, do you think that she supports him? Like it really, it, it literally means nothing. But now we made a line in the sand with our own people. Uh, literally the woman sitting up here trying to explain herself, trying to tell you that I don't support him. Why I did this? I sung a gospel song. The clothes and attire that I wore was by Basquiat to have people being hung and lynched on them. Like I'm making a political statement. I'm sitting up here telling you all this other stuff and all my people is shitting on me. My whole fucking family has disowned me. Yeah. Fucking family disowned. My my whole family has disowned me. So to quote Charlemagne, how about we let the engagers engage and the resistors resist because you need both. There ain't no Malcolm without Martin and ain't no Martin without Malcolm. You need both. You need somebody to engage. And when that engagement doesn't work, then you need the resistors to come through. You think that if there wasn't a Malcolm X, Malcolm, I mean, Martin Luther King would have been successful. No, when I got somebody here saying I'm going to do anything by any means necessary, when somebody comes with a peaceful approach, I'm going to listen to the peaceful approach because I don't want the action in the street. You need both. But instead, what we have right now is nothing. Everybody hating each other. You get into a big ass argument on social media. Well, we ain't talking to her. We ain't talking to her. We ain't talking to this person because she this, she this. Are we not supporting all the all those people are not supporting Tom Brady and Bill Belichick? Because Tom, Tom Brady, Brady got the hat hanging up in his locker. Make America make great America again. great again. Bill Belichick wrote a letter to Trump that he read at one of his rallies, giving them support. So you're gonna call out the young black lady for going in and trying to make a stand or whatever she was doing, whether you agree or not, if she want to engage, let her engage, but you're going to call her out there. But Super Bowl next Sunday, I bet you everybody's still voting for Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, right? That's how the hypocrisy, hypocrite hypocrisy. It works that way. You know what I'm saying? Like with the assist, good looking out, uh, kind of heated. But what I'm saying is he making America hate again. We hating ourselves. It's never going, we can't fix it. If we are, Split on the inside. You're right. So in one week. The infighting has been magnified. At, in at one this week. Point. No, we can't. Divide and conquer is <laughs> is is really that simple. You divide and conquer. And like we're I, seeing it, we're seeing it at his at his finest. I just don't like this, man. I don't like the 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 tone. I don't like the atmosphere of what's been happening. It's only been a week and we already bickering and fighting and stuff with each other. Hey man, 
pe- some people are going to engage. Some people are going to resist. That's perfectly fine. You can do whatever you need to do. But we don't got to argue in public. You ain't got to put that woman down. You ain't even, Did anybody watch the inaugural ball? What song did she sing? Couldn't even tell you. She sung a gospel song. Didn't even watch the inauguration. Who cares? Like, that shit means nothing to your actual life. But it's a meme. And I see everybody else doing it. Let me jump on the bandwagon and and and, and put jumping my on the bandwagon in. without facts, without Follow. any legs to stand, any legs to stand on, because niggas want to be a part of something. Followers, they want to be involved. Followers in the herd running over the cliff. I mean, <laughs> you just moving with the. You don't know where that. You don't know where they're going, but you're running your ass right over the fucking cliff. Just be a thinker, man. Use your fucking brain. Critical thinking, I think, was. One of one of our episodes, yeah, our homeboy D Rick came through. Uh, exercise your 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 right for critical thinking. Just because I say something doesn't mean that you have to agree with it. It's Guess fine. What? It's fine to argue your point. Like we can have, we can both have good intentions, and we have two different op- we have two different strategies of how to actually do that. You know what I mean? And then who of us, who are we to say that? Um, how can we fight to be equal? And then when somebody talk to somebody white or whatever, you say you wrong. I thought we tried to be equal. Yeah. Like, which one is it? You want us to be on the same team or you want us to be separate? Which one is it? I don't know. But uh, I just found that I find it interesting. And it's only been a week. Um, he's employing tactics from Hitler. He is definitely ostracizing the, the seeds of plant. The seeds of hate have already been planted. They are watering. To, they are watering them bitches right now. And then the harvest will be sown. It's seven days, man. It's only been seven days, dog. He has made America hate again. Yeah. <laughs> Openly hate. He's 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 gonna bring the national stop and frisk. Um he's said he's gonna um he kept referring to justice um being restored, especially with protesters and things of that nature. This Louisiana shit, they tested out in Louisiana. We know Louisiana is full of black people, right? Hell hell <laughs> yeah. fuck yeah. You know what I'm saying? resisting arrest so you can get pulled over for a speeding ticket and he said you were resisting it's a hate crime a hate crime jesus christ you fuck around end up in prison over a traffic stop hey man with my luck black codes with with my luck i'm gonna be in jail i'm gonna be in prison if y'all haven't have you if y'all don't understand what uh the black codes are if you have a chance to watch the uh, uh educate them real quick jay if you have an opportunity to watch a program called the 13th so after um, the 13th Amendment was placed in and we were quote unquote free. Slavery never ended. They said slavery was, they moved it to prison. So if you're in jail, then yes, you can still technically be a slave under our constitution and our law now. So they created black codes. Systematic slavery at yes, this point. White supremacy. They created codes where they would put black people in prison so they can still be slaves. Oh shit, you don't got nowhere to stay? You loitering? Take your ass to prison. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Resisting arrest? Go to prison. Like what? Like you creating the Jim Crow laws? Of, uh, like oh, this is just new age. Same process. New paint. New paint job. No ideas new under the sun. No. And and we're just wa- we're watching history repeat itself. Unfortunately. And uh, I just I. T- so what's going? What what do you think can happen to help erect change and and just across the board? Hmm. I think that I mean I guess this is going to be a cliche but you have to be the change that you want to see in the world like you literally have to do it like you can't be looking for somebody else to come save you like you know how irritated I get when somebody talking about we need another black leader who the white leader 
ain't seen one. Have you ever, ever seen somebody say, hey, we need another white leader? No, you no. make your own fucking decision. When when the last time you seen uh, a white entertainer, a white sports person as a spokesman for all white people? Not ever. But we look for our entertainers and our basketball players and ever to be the spokesman for all our black pastors. People. No, make a decision for yourself, man. You don't need nobody to tell you what you feel. And it's easier for you to give the to give the power to someone else to make the decision. And then once things don't go your way, you have somebody to blame. You hey don't want to take the you don't want to take the responsibility for your own actions and your own thoughts and your own process. This shit might be unpopular, but Jesus is not coming to save us. At all. He like he'll come back eventually. But but like the the sky ain't finna open up tonight and Jesus ain't coming to save you from this shit. I've gave you I've gave him your your basic instructions before leaving Earth. I've gave you I've gave you your instructions. Stop calling me and asking me what to do when I done told you what to do already. If you call on the main line, he is sending your ass to voicemail. You better <laughs> get up off your ass and fix it your motherfucking self. Like in real life, this is I don't know how far I want to get off. Go of go there. It's our show. So listen. Jesus was a flesh and blood human being, right? Like according Essen- to the story, right? Essentially essentially an immigrant. <laughs> we're not, we're not, we're not going. Uh, uh, so we're not going that far. Yeah, essentially okay. an alien, but we're not we're not going. Uh, that far. Uh, I'm, I'm not <laughs> we, touching. We're that not going there. I'm not touching that. But he he allegedly right a, a flesh and blood human being, right? Right. So all the miracles and all the shit that he did, right, as a flesh and blood human being for the the story of the Bible and everything to work, he's a regular human being, right? Yeah. There's only two people who walked on water in the Bible. Jesus walked on water, and Peter walked on water for a little while, and. He was like the whole saying of "Oh, ye of little faith." Peter was walking on water and he was doing it. And he looked down, got scared, and he was like, "Hey, you a little faith? I done gave you everything you need. You can do it." But he got scared and started falling. Like nigga, I didn't told you how to do this shit already. I've given you all the instructions that you need. If I can do it as a flesh and blood human being, you can do it as a flesh and blood human. Being. Stop reaching out to a third party when I blew the breath of life in you, and you got everything that you need in your whole entire life to be perfect and be great, and you still reaching out and trying to call somebody else to help. Ain't nobody coming to save you. Save yourself. I've given you everything that you need. Do that shit yourself. And hold on. Let's to even break, break down the Jesus discussion a little bit clearer. He's a 33 year old unarmed man of color, wrongfully charged, executed publicly for in an unjust militarized state. Sounds pretty fucking familiar with what's going on outside right now. Jesus Christ, Eric Garner, same difference. Yeah, I don't know. And we chose trusting the. I ain't never trust the fucking government. I ain't trust him when Barack was here. I ain't trust him before Barack. And I ain't trust him after here. And you haven't either. You fooled yourself thinking everything was all fucking good. It's not. We got a, a real life, clear and present danger in the White House. And um, get your shit together. It's a war going on outside. No man is safe from. Get if your you, shit together. You can run, but you can't hide. The prophets mob deep. The doors of the church are now open. <laughs> is there one? <laughs> <laughs> all right man <laughs> make america hate again uh i just wanted to just bring a little bit of love to this world man we gotta get this nigga up out of here dog so yo shout out to all my niggas is out here spraying up shit killing motherfuckers it's a big mother it's a big orange motherfucker in the white house i'm not saying i am a fan of murder assassination anything of that nature but if something happens i i bet you if donald trump Died, got killed tomorrow. Y'all see be, scandal last night? Nah, I don't watch scandal. 
Oh, the nigga, a nigga won the election, and like two minutes later, nigga got shot in the head. Dog, that shit was fucked up. If Donald Trump got sh- died, got shot, I bet you there would be more people in the streets of D.C. tomorrow than there were at the inauguration. The end. Mike Pence ain't no better. Nah, he ain't. But I mean, put them on the plane together, blow the bitch up, yeah. take them both out. Where do we go from there after the president? And a vice president is going, I think it's Secretary of State is how it kind of starts uh, it goes working down to the um, the designated survivor. So there's a list all the way down to it's a show called designated survivor, um, but it's a whole let's list. work down the list. Yeah, basically fuck around and I'll be ending up being a motherfucker. Alderman from uh, the Alderman from New York, uh, <laughs> in Brooklyn in the borough. <laughs> I don't know how the borough shit work, but one of you niggas, the alderman, hey, y'all the niggas, you the new president. Hey, man, it's always been one of my dreams to run for city council. But I got told by a friend of mine that's politically affiliated that the podcast will probably shit on that dream. Fucking Donald Trump is the president of the United States. Nigga said he grabbing pussies. What could you say on the podcast that's worse than him saying he grabbing pussies? I like Donald Trump grab pussies in my spare time as well. <laughs> all right man give up hopefully the, hopefully i right, before the weekend is out i'll grab one <laughs> uh it's only right i guess yeah it is just to celebrate the, the inauguration uh yo dame going wild twitter snapchat instagram i ain't said it in a couple of weeks but i mean this shit god cover the earth i cover the turf yeah holla at me if you want to get shot <laughs> Uh, I've been drinking again. It's good. It's good when the bar is stocked with the shit that we like to drink. And it was Crown Royal in that motherfucker. It was Tito's there. And goddamn it, we drank Crown Royal and Tito's tonight. And you a bitch if you don't mix your light and your dark. Boom. Well, well, hold on. <laughs> Ain't no rules to this drinking shit. Ain't no rules to this drinking shit. It's getting drunk. That's the only rule. And however it gets you there. It's all. It's the only thing that you should be obeying. Man, I'm back to dark this year. I was bullshitting around with the Tito's a lot, drinking all this light shit. I think I, I equate was, drinking to the autobahn. I think you get a, it's it's a race, and you trying to get to the finish line. I think as a man, you need to drink some dark liquor. You know what I'm saying? I like to drink dark liquor in the company of thick thighs. <laughs> only time I can fuck with the light. I've, in the summertime, it'd be cool with some vodka. You know what I'm saying? All that shit. But give, give me, me some, some ice cold 1800. Give me some Remy. Give me some uh, Hennessy. Give me some dark. You know what I'm saying? All black over everything. All right, man. Jay Johnson 313 on Instagram. Uh, I'm like 20 people away from 1,000 followers. I need 20 of you niggas to go follow me right quick. That's, that's. Um, I know it's a small number, but hey, it is what it is. You'd be able to, you'd be Jay, Jay Johnson 1K. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Jay Johnson 313 like Instagram 3K. and Twitter. Uh, go to the website, com. All the video is there on the episodes. All the audio is there on the episodes. Um, Next month starts Black History Month. All black everything yes. on Shop Talk Podcast. Definitely. Um, if you think we've been on some militant shit before, wait till we... Wait till you see some of the shit we got lined up for the month of February. Definitely. We're going we to keep it how we keep it. Uh, but we, we drop a little bit of, drop a little candy in there. Drop a little little candy in there with the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yo, and, and I do want to give one last shout out to my Eastside Barber, Eastside Night, Eastside Nate. Uh, barbershop got raided, but I still got my hair cut. Oh, shit. <laughs> I see that tweet earlier yeah. this morning. Good thing I wasn't there because I would have went to jail. 
But shout out to my nigga Eastside Nate for cutting the nigga up real early this morning. He'd have fucked the podcast up today, <laughs> shit, dog. Because I would have been in jail, straight up. It just it'd have been a long ass monologue. Me just going through a bunch of conspiracy shit. Like, look, you, you got to record nigga. like some ad libs of me and just, like, uh... just just hit the button every now and again. <laughs> but like, nigga, the moon ain't the moon landing is fake. This it'd be a whole bunch of shit is going on. It is fake, but uh, it'd be a whole bunch of shit. The moon landing is fake. The Earth is flat. That bitch flat. The earth is flat. The moon was fake. Uh, Donald Trump is a fucking android. Uh, and Obama is, I don't know. And Tupac and Biggie is still alive. Uh, Biggie dead to the motherfucker. Uh, Pac may be in Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Until next week, man. Uh, I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jay and Dane. Yeah. Peace. How Biggie dead and Tupac still alive, my nigga? Nigga dead to the motherfucker, dog. <laughs> This ain't got no faith in big somewhere out there. The faith is that 